This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Thursday. It's Brother Michael. Happy Thursday, Brother Michael. Have a great day. You too, on the freeway. Thank you. Okay. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Topaz. Good morning. What's your name? Topaz. Oh, hi, Topaz. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. I'm driving, so I usually just put you guys on mute as soon as I call in. Yes, yes, yes. If you can please put your phone on mute. Okay. All right. Thank you. Drive safely. Good morning. This is Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you two. Have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. I sent you a text. Um, can you send me one back? I sure will try. You know, <laughs> I'm okay, not good at I the. I'm not good at the texting. I'm good at the just the old-fashioned way of sending messages. <laughs> I'll call you. If you want, you can call me after the call. Okay, well, let me see, because we're going to, well, let me, I don't know if my appointment's today or not. I'll have to look. <laughs> oh, no worries. Take your time. Okay, you have a blessed day. You too. Have a great day. Okay. Good morning, Good morning. Ms. Diane. Good morning, Ms. Diane. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Happy Thursday. This is Rochelle. Who's joined the call? Good morning, Rochelle. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. Good Have morning, Rochelle. Uh-oh, sorry. You're good. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, Rochelle. It's Deborah Evans. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. You too. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Good morning, you guys. My name is Linda. Good morning. You said Linda? Yeah, Linda. And I'm here to join you guys. Oh, good this morning, my, Linda. Good morning. This is my first time. Well, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Who invited you to the call? Patrice. Okay, Miss Brady, thank you. Well, keep, <laughs> keep calling in. Huh? I said keep calling in. You'll I definitely will. be blessed. I will. Okay. I just you was having a- I couldn't sleep. I woke up like at 3 o'clock and I couldn't go back to 2 o'clock. And I couldn't go back to sleep. And I was like, 
I started doing little things around the house and journaling and praying. And I said, I'll probably be up to get on the prayer line. Because oh, yes. I know the priest told me it starts at 6 o'clock. So here yes, I am. Well, welcome, welcome. You <laughs> have you. a wonderful day. Keep calling. Yes, you as well. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Who's joining the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Persistent. Good morning, Persistent Priscilla. Happy Thursday. Same to you, Rochelle. And everybody, happy Thursday. Yes, have a great happy day. Happy Thursday to you guys as well. What a blessing to to wake up on this Thursday morning because a lot of people didn't open their eyes this morning. So for mm-hmm. me, every day above ground is a blessing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we give glory unto God. Yes, yes. yes. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall, we will, we will definitely rejoice and be glad in it. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Mr. Shonda. And it's Dee. Good morning, Shonda. Grand Butterfly, Krishanda and Dee. Wonder Twin Power. Happy Thursday. Happy it's Thursday, Dee Dee love you. Krishanda and I are the DV Choir. Don't don't miss that. Hey, hey, I'm Matt. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be right in the sound room, cutting the sound on and off, just playing. I love yes, y'all. <laughs> Good morning, Rochelle. This is Miss B. Happy Thankful Thursday. Yes, ma'am. Happy Thankful Thursday, Miss B. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Lisa. Have a great day. As well. For the Lord is good, for he is great. His mercy endures forever. Who else would like to say good morning before we get started? Good morning. This is Angela. Good morning, Angela. Holy Spirit, activate. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. This is that. Good morning, that. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Have a great day. All right. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we go ahead and get started? All right. We ask that you all mute your phones before we go forward with the call. Take a look and go ahead and mute your phones for us. There's someone um, that's off mute. If you can go ahead and touch the mute button on your phone just so we can protect the integrity of the call. I think that's my new lady. What's your name again? Linda. Linda. If you can go ahead and place your phone on mute. 
All right. So, hello, happy Thursday. My name is Rochelle, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Continue joining us during the month of July, where our monthly theme is entitled Transformation. All our declarations will focus on the importance of being transformed by the Holy Spirit as we yield to the will and plan of God in order to fulfill his purpose in our lives. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out. It's a women's call. It's a women's call hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Schizero. The call takes place right here from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 to 9 Central Standard, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard by dialing the same number. There are uh, no prayer requests submitted by app. There are no spoken prayer requests, but we want to continue to lift up those requests that have come throughout the week. Um, we are continuing to pray for um, Patrick, Patrick Foster. We're continuing, um, if you continue to lift my sons up, Derek and Lamar and Charles, and if we can continue to lift up, declare victory and each other. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Ms. Diane. The declaration will be brought to you by Angela. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Ms. Diane. The declaration will be brought by brought to you by Angela. The scripture for today, Jeremiah chapter 22, verses 38 through 40, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. I will give them one heart and one way, that they may fear me forever, for their own good and their and the good of their children after them. I will make with them an everlasting covenant that I will not turn away from during doing good to them, and I will put the fear of me in their hearts that they may not turn from me. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. At this time, we ask that you check your phones and that you stay on mute until instructed to come off mute. Have a super dope day, you guys. To God be the glory. I now attach the call to Miss Diane. Father, we thank you for another day of your brand new mercy that are new to us every morning that we open our eyes and have a heartbeat. God, we praise you this morning just for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, because you are the great God. You are the good, good Father. There's no one like you. For, Father, you are the eternal God, the great I am. And we just praise you this morning. We thank you for another day of your mercies, oh God, that are new to us every day. So God, I thank you this morning, Father, 
for you are the king. Father, because your word and I am an overcomer. I overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. God, you have given us all this. You have given us all a word from you. So God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, and I thank you, Lord God, for the transformation you're making in each of our lives, molding us and shaping us into your likeness every day, Lord God, that we open our eyes and conceive, that we open our mouth. You said if we open our mouth, you will feel it. So God, we praise you this morning for every inch of life in our, in our body. So Father, I thank you this morning. Philippians 3.21 says, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. So God, we give you praise this morning in Jesus' name. So Father, in the name of Jesus, all we are, all and all we have is unveiled faces, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, and we just thank you that the veil has been removed from our eyes and that we can see your word and read your word and that your word may be on the inside of us, oh God, and that your word will strengthen our inner man, that our faith may be strong and grow in you. So, Father, we just praise you this morning. We give you honor. We give you glory, God. And we continue to pray for Patrick Foster. We continue to pray for Derek, Lamar, and Charles, Father. And all those prayer requests that have not been the unspoken prayer requests, Lord God, we just thank you, Lord, for all the prayer requests that have gone up through the week and in the past. God, you know who they are, oh God, and we ask them for continued healing, continued growing, oh God, and in your word, and continue, continue to trust you each day, Lord God. So, Father, we thank you this morning, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. And, Father, those who hope in you, oh God, will renew their strength. They will they will be sore. They will soar like a wing, soar on a wing like eagles. They will run and not walk. They shall not be weary, Lord God, and not faint. So, God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for keeping us each day. We thank you, Lord God, that we can get on our knees, Father God, and kneel before you. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you that you are. El Haggadah, the great God, the good, good Father. We thank you that you are Loshanah, Lord. You have never changed, Father God. You're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. In the name of Jesus, God, we just praise you this morning. You said your word, even to divide, to divide in soul and spirit, joint and marrow, joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from your sight, O oh God. Everything about us, O oh God, is laid open, naked, bare before you, Father God. You whom one day we must 
giving account. So, Father, we thank you for just being Adonai, our Lord and Master. We thank you, Lord God, for being Elohim, the everlasting God. God, we give you praise this morning. We honor you, and as we can take as we take our phones off of mute and give you praise, God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. And so if everyone can take their phone off of mute, that we may praise God this morning, Lord God, with all our people. Father, thank you. Your loving kindness is better than life. Thank you, Lord God, that you are great, the good, good Father. Thank you, Lord God, that you are our heavenly Father, that you are the one of the Lord. Put breath in our body each morning that we open our eyes. Thank you. Ooh, thank you. Lord God, I thank you this morning, oh God, that you are everything. Thank you, Lord God. You are good, Lord God. You are good, Lord God. Thank you for being there. I could be dead. Praise the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we can pray for all of I thank God we lift in the name of Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for your hand 
that's molding and shaping us into your, yes. your likeness. So, God, as we go forth in this day, but never away from your presence, oh God, we ask, Lord God, to keep our minds stayed on you. You said he will keep his mind stayed on you. You will keep them in perfect peace. So, God, keep our minds stayed on you today and praying. And you said to always be praying. So, God, we give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. I now pass the call to the declarer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. God bless you all on this beautiful morning. Thank you so much for the beautiful welcome, Rochelle. And um, Sister Diane, thank you for the beautiful leading us in prayer before the Lord and all the beautiful voices went up before him. Um, for those of you, I, I hear we have some new people on the line. Welcome, welcome. I am your cousin. I'm your sister. I am Angela, Angela B. Holmes, and I will I'll be entreating the Lord with you this morning, this morning's declaration, and we will be talking further about transformation, about transformation. So, um, yeah, this has been really great and good. And you may have heard some of these scriptures that I will go over this morning, but um, just allow your heart to open up and to receive the word or receive the revelation of the word so that you can go deeper into these scriptures. Amen. So, Father, thank you so much. I'm honored, God, to come before your children. I'm honored, Father, that you have chosen to use me as a vessel. And Father, I pray for your children, God, that the ears of our, the eyes of our understanding be enlightened and that we are open to your word, Father, that the ground, the soil of our hearts is fertile and ready to receive and to conceive in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, speak through me and cause me only to say what you say. Father, I give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. Well, again, good morning, good morning. Let's go for transformation. Again, I'm Angela D. Holmes, and I will um, be declaring the word on this morning. So, uh, transformation. Um, I just wanted to talk just a little bit about that word before we go into the meat of the declaration. Um, the word transformation, um, it has a metamorphosis, I would say, of its own. So tra the word transformation has an emphasis on a continual unto. So it's not transformed which has an ending, it has a permanent connotation, but transformation has an emphasis on continual, a continual unto something, such as the word metamorphosis, and we're familiar with that also. So um, just looking up the word uh, in the Strong's um, 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 dictionary and um, thesaurus, in the Greek term is there's metamorpho, which is P-H-O-O, which means to transform. So this is the word that we have used, this English word, the Greek word of meta, metamorpho, we transformed, look, translated that into the English version of transformation. So it's good to understand 
understand work. It is powerful to understand words because God said that our words, he put our words as powerful. So metamorpho to transform. So that word to, that means it's taking you to something. There's something that has to be done in order for the result. So metamorpho to transform. Also used is metamorphosi or foci, which is the transfiguration that the Bible speaks about that Christ did. So it all has a moving part to become something. So our transformation has moving parts for us to become something. So we're gonna jump into some scriptures that I'm going to show you that there are some moving parts to our lives in order for us to become something, in order for us to transform from who we are, what we know, what we love, like, and see into something, okay? So, um, so it's a journey. It's really a journey to become who God has called us to be. And if we cooperate with him, <laughs> that's the thing. If we cooperate with him, and you may say, Angie, how can I cooperate with him? One of the scriptures I'm going to bring up is going to help you understand um, uh, how to cooperate with him. So if we cooperate with him, we can go on this journey with him to transform a continual unto. We're being transformed into something. Again, to transform, okay, which is done also once we get on this journey and we cooperate with him, we make a decision to obey, we make a decision to walk with him. This then allows us to have a direct personal relationship with God, okay? So he brings us to himself. He brings us to himself in this transformation process, okay? So um, let me just interject um, just a brief um, place of where I am personally in transformation, which will take us into the meat of the um, declaration. In my personal life, I would say in the past three months, I've been in a uh, a transformation, a metamorphosis, a a continual unto, I'm being transformed, a to transform has been happening in my life. It has not all been um, on a bed of roses. However, I have learned some very, very key things because in the process of transformation, we must take notes because we are in class. Um, is some of you may be in school, maybe in class, you have uh, people you're um, mentoring in school, could be children, grandchildren, um, community, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, maybe you or someone else, but in class, in order for us to pass that class or to receive what we need to receive to um, go to our next to transform to something, we must take notes. 
because you need to be able to track your life. You need to be able to see so that you will be able to learn what is the enemy and what is a testing. And I think I might be getting just a little ahead of myself, so I'm going to pull back a little bit on that because I'm going to get back to that. However, back to me. I've had to take note, the good and the bad. I've had to take a look at what the transformation is, where I'm going, and what it was, and what God is pulling me out of, what God is shedding me, all a part of the transformation. It's been extremely difficult. I've had to be extremely quiet. I had to pull back, and it had to be me the Father, um, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, because this metamorphosis is a, is a shifting and a transformation of the soul. It's a breaking of some soul ties. It's a breaking of a mindset, breaking of religious ways, religious connotations, religious understandings. It's a breaking off of even uh, strongholds of, of, um, manipulation, strongholds of control. These are things that the Lord will transform you from. So, okay, amen. So I just want to give you a little bit of that meat. I, so please, as we go through this, just know your girl, she's in a transformation too. We are all going from glory to glory. So let's get started. I want to start with 2 Corinthians 3 and 18, and I am going to be coming from the New King James Version because I want to be able to break this down just in a certain way. I didn't want other words to come in to overshadow um, what I needed to say. So let's go to 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. So that, okay, it says, so, but we all, now again, remember transformation, a continual unto, to transform. We are becoming something. But we all, with unveiled faith, beholding as in a mirror, listen, the glory of the Lord, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So let's break that down. Number one, who's doing this? the spirit of the Lord, okay? We are going from glory to glory, meaning we are mounting. We are going from one place to another. Let's break it down elementary. You go from preschool, pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and in all of those grades, there are milestones. There are some things you must know. There are some Small things, like I just remember when my kids, they needed to know what under is, over, behind, in front, okay? So there is a glory to glory. It says, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. So we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory from the Lord. As we look into God's word, as we're looking into his word, we are in his children. We are in his word. His word cleanses us, right? So hold that. As we look into God's word, we, are, we behold 
the glory. So this part should excite us. When we look into God's word, we see us where we are going. We behold this, we hold on to this, we desire this, we look to this by faith. So beholding, holding on to it, desiring it, yearning for it, we be, we're beholding it, we're taking a look, we're, we're, it, it's like a, oh, you know, <laughs> one of those things, by faith, by faith, because we know it's going to happen. So if we look by faith into the mirror, we're mirroring God. Remember, if we don't look into the mirror, we cannot be transformed. So if we're not looking into the mirror of his word, we can't be transformed. What is it that you would be transformed to if you're not in his word, if you don't know his word, if you don't know where he's saying you are going? And that's just it going. It's a continual transformation. So glory to glory, we go deeper, we go higher in him. It's not a one-time thing. So once we are at a certain level, that glory, it is a glory. No place, that's not good English, wherever we are, (laughs) wherever we are, never see it as minute small or minimal. Never compare yourself to another person's growth. You are in a place of glory in him that he needs to take you to another glory, and that happens by transformation. So he shows us, okay? So great. Now I need to take you to a higher level. It's time for you to move up. This is going to happen by transformation. So looking by faith, by faith, just as Abram did, by faith he looked, he gazed upon the stars, by faith into God's word. The work is done by the Holy Spirit. So this scripture could and can be just a little meaty, but I want us to go on a journey of being able to take a look at what God is showing us in his word and be glorified of that and, and, and behold it. Take a look and get a vision of it and apply faith to it because that is where you are going. Dr. Miles Monroe talks a lot about um, the manufacturer and how things come with a book, comes with instructions. It's the same for us. God is our manufacturer. So if you got a brand new, as Dr. Miles Monroe says, a brand new iPhone, that's going to come with a book. It's going to tell you everything about it. It's going to tell you what to do, how to do, how far it can go, what it should be doing. If you go here, if you go there, it'll take you deeper, deeper into the phone. And if you have problems, where to call, what to do, and what to say, it is the same for us. So Paul goes on to say in 2 Corinthians, he goes on to say that we have a temporal light affliction. So after he talks about us going from glory to glory, beholding, taking a look at where you're going in God, and the very fact that the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to be doing the transformation, he says, hey, but wait, wait, listen. We're going to have some affliction. We're going to have some stuff we're going to have to go through 
in this transformation, the beauty of what we're reading, there's a transformation, there's a process to it. So there's a temporal light affliction, which is a part of the process. That is transforming us. It must transform us. And if it's not transforming us, we are not passing our test because we're not growing. It's going to be, as God says in Romans 8 and 28, it's going to be good. All things work together for our good, for his purpose. So if we take a look at what is not seen by faith, we should get a desire. We should get a yearning. We should get a beholding of what we are becoming. Even though in this transformation, we are going to have some light afflictions. We are going to have some things. So in order for God to bring us to who he has created us to be, again, there must be a process of transformation. So um, being on Declare Victory, we know hearing the word process for us, it shouldn't be foreign to us. That's a word we talk about a lot and a word that we know that we must put on our seatbelt for. So um, this process will help us determine where we are in the transformation, in that testing. As I talked about earlier, taking notes, noting, just writing down your process, what happened here, what your thoughts were there. How did this turn out? So here's a simple analogy. I'm going I'm to talk about something very, very practical in this process. So let's say you know that you are called to teach. Let's just say you know you are called to evangelize or you're called to the mission field or you're called to be an apostle or a pastor. Or a pastor. So listen. You may have some situations with people, with people. There may be some very, very bad situations. There may be some betrayals. There may be some um, verbal lashings or, um, as we say, you know, people was just really coming for me today. There may be some people whose personalities and characters that uh, don't fit with yours. You may get irritated by them. And you would start to wonder, well, wait a minute, why am I always in an issue with people? Why am I irritated with people? And, and, and have you stopped to take a look? This could be a part of your transformation. Because to be anything in any part of those that I said, you have to love people. You have to be able to communicate with people based on who you see that they are in Christ Jesus. So a part of your testing, a part of your transformation is going to be with dealing with people, dealing with difficult people. So we, that's why I'm saying we have to take notes. So everything we are in or going through is not all this demonic stuff coming at us and, oh, my God, this person's coming at me. Stop and take a look. What am I becoming? A part of this is my transformation, and we don't want to buck against it. We don't want to fight against it because guess what? We stop our growth. We stop our transformation into the very thing 
that we know God is calling us into if we like it or not, if we want to be it or not. Or even if you're asking God, Lord, Lord, use me, use me, use me, Lord. Oh, my God, Lord, use me. I want to work for you, Lord. I want to go for you, Lord. Send me there. Send me there. Send me there. And guess what? There's a testing for you to go there. <laughs> so we have to stop and just pump our brakes, take a deep breath, and say, hmm, this is a testing. This is a part of my transformation because I'm trying to go from glory to glory. Okay, so listen, let's go into now to Matthew 4, um, 18 through 20. Okay, so now we're going to talk about how this begins to happen. I kind of gave you some stories, some analogies, but let's take it to the word. So um, Matthew 4, 18 through 20, it says, and Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee, and I want you to place yourself in something. You can even put your address there. And Jesus walking by your address, saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, he gave them instructions, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately Everybody say immediately. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Hmm. So there's some instructions in there. When God is getting ready to uh, take you on a journey, a part of your transformation, a part of your calling, a part of pushing you and molding you and making you into, there are instructions, there are steps. Number one, as we break this down, he gave instructions. Follow me. They had to leave it all. They had to have total commitment. He didn't tell them where. He didn't tell them how. Okay? So this takes, this requires total faith, total commitment. Number two, I will make you, so he's telling them, this is what I'm going to make of you. Put yours in there. I'm called to be a missionary. I'm going to make you a missionary. I'm going to make you, um, um, I'm going to exercise the gift of government. I'm going to exercise the gift of leadership in you. I'm going to exercise um, kingdom financial building in you. It's not just only the fivefold, but it is what God has called you to do in the earth. So he told you, just as he told them, I'm going to make you fishers of men. So he's not saying where or how. He said, follow me, and this is what I'm going to do. There's a where and there's a how. Okay? So we are his product. He's the manufacturer. And if we yield to him, even when we don't understand, even when we don't like it, our end result will be beautiful. He holds the guarantee, and he is glorified when we are beautified. 
follow me instruction. I will make you fishers of men. This is what I'm going to do. They immediately left their nets and followed him. There is so much in these two scriptures. I don't even have time to break it continually, com completely down for you, or I probably couldn't even completely break it down. But I, I, but I want you to hold on to that. God called. This is what I'm going to do, and this is what I need you to do. And they did it. Part of the process. So let's go to Romans 12, 1 and 2. So here we go. Another part of transformation, another part of the process. Living sacrifices to God. So I, and I know we've heard this, these scriptures before. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you, you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, listen to the steps, holy, acceptable to God. To who? To God. To man? No. To God. Which is your reasonable service. Just your reasonable service. That's all I'm asking you to do. I didn't ask you to do what God is at. God's not asking you to do what he's going to do because this is your reasonable service. That's all. Just present your body. And do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So when we do this and we're able to prove what's the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, we will be able to know what is a testing and what is a what is demonic activity? We won't be confused. We won't get a test and not be like, okay, what is this? This looks foreign to me. What's going on? What's going on? No, no, no. He says, if you present your body as a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice. Now you know Paul talked to them, he had to give them um, um, analogies that related to where they are and who they are. So, you know, back in the day, they did sacrifices of animals, but this is a living sacrifice, us. So he's helping them to relate. So sacrificing something means what? Giving your all. Holy and acceptable to God because they couldn't bring things to God that were like, you know, spotted, lame, you know, the, the poor little lamb got only <laughs> three legs and all that type of stuff. They couldn't bring things blemished to him, okay? Which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world. Don't get with this world. Don't worry about this world. I got you. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of our mind is going to, that's when we go from glory to glory. Check this out. Because at one stage of your glory, of your teaching, of your testing, you're going to understand some things. So as you're being transformed by the renewing of your mind, you're going to go to the next glory. You're going to have a deeper understanding. Oh, 
people are coming at me because I need to go higher. I need to go up above the noise. I need to go higher. The Lord is taking me higher because guess what? I got to evangelize to people. So I can't get irritated. I can't say I don't know what's going on. We would be able to prove what is our good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Like, Lord, this is your will for me. I am in this. I'm being betrayed. I'm being uh, talked about at work. I I was just, um, I don't know, in my business, somebody cheated me out of a contract. This is a part of testing. This is your acceptable and perfect will for my life right now because of the process, because of the transformation that you need to do in me. Remember, he holds the guarantee to the finished product. So let's break this down a little bit. Number one, transformation is the process. What else do we need? Commitment. Offer your body as a living sacrifice. We have to die to something. That's why letting go or going through some things hurts so bad. We gotta die to something. Some of us gotta die to relationships we shouldn't be in. We got some unhealthy soul ties. If it may be a sexual thing or it could be an emotional thing, we got to die to that thing. We have to offer our body, our mind, Lord, I'm your living sacrifice. Go for it. Let's do this. I know what you're calling me to. And guess what? I have to take this path. When you offer something or give over something, it's no longer yours. There's no give it back and take it. Remember, we used to be like, "Mm, no, you can't take this back. You just gave this to me. There's no no back and forth. That's double-mindedness. You you can't give yourself to God. I'm going to take it back. That's too much. Oh, no, God, let's do this. I'm going to take it back. That's too much. I want you to do that, but I don't want you to do that. I like that. Keep that. Take that. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Okay, so, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Listen to that. When we renew our mind to think like God, to behold his word, to see ourselves in his word, that starts the renewing of the mind. That's when we'll be able to test and approve what is um, good and acceptable to him. This transformation process transforms us by the renewing of our minds, which leads us to change, a, a change in our values, our desires, our commitment, how we see life, our mindsets, our state of being, our thought patterns how we interact with people, the deepness of true, real love. True, real love, that's a part of the transformation. That person that did you the worst. If you saw them on the side of the freeway or if they needed something from you, let's go even deeper. If they needed some money and you had it, would you help them? That should be our gauge for our deepness and level of love, especially in forgiveness. Would you help them? Not grudgingly, 
Would you sit them aside and help them? So our transformation changes us into that type of person. It's not far-fetched. It's not thinking, oh, up in the sky and holier than thou. No, that's thinking from the heart of God because that's what God does with us. We've done much wrong. We've done much. So in this place of transformation of our state of being, our thoughts, dealing with people, this leads us to the glorious transformation that he's taking us into. We'll see our commitments change. From within us, there'll come a different type of um, a different type of joy. There's purpose in the revelation of the transformation, and I know that was a lot, and it wasn't to be quotatious or anything like that. But everything about God is glorious. Everything about God is meaty. It's meaty. It all works together. He has a perfect plan. So let us back up a little bit, and we want to stand back. And if you can, even right now, think of things that you may be in, or maybe something, someone just like could have been yesterday, or even this morning, man, like 10 people cut me off. You know, this, this, people are just coming at me. This is not working right. You know, when I, 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 I'm, I'm handling my finances to what I feel is right, but these things just keep breaking down. Is it, you know, the, the washing machine or a car or whatever it may be, some things that are just happening and it's irritating us. It's, it's causing us to have to shift and turn. What language? Are we using? Are we saying, man, stuff always happening to me. It's another thing. If it ain't one thing, it's another. And God, I've been through so much and I'm still going through stuff. What language are we saying about these things? It's a part of your transformation to become who God has, is calling you to be. We must have these light afflictions that is going to take us to a glorious place. We have to be betrayed. We have to be rejected. We have to be talked about. We have to be slandered. We have to be misunderstood. We have to be lied on. We have to be abandoned. These things build character. They build our structure. Our fa- it solidifies our foundation. We must take notes so that we can see and we can know, okay, God, you tested me, not tempted, because God does not tempt. He leads us. Remember, he led Jesus into the wilderness to be tested. The devil tempts. So when we think back on these things that we are in or even past things, let's take notes, take an analogy. We have to write things down 
and understand the process of our transformation, understand the path that God has us on so we can understand our relationship with him, our intimacy with him, so that we can go into a deeper place of an intimate relationship with him. I'm reminded of of Elisha. I'm reminded of how he had his quirkiness, how even though he had his moments, he always went back on what he knew because he kept notes of what God did before. And Elijah, even though God was telling him, look, listen, I got prophets. I got 500 of them. You ain't the only one. And he's, oh, oh, God, I'm the only one left. God's like, no, you're not. You're not. It's a part of your process. I need you to see me in another way. So, transformation. Let's let this be. It's so hard for it to be like, oh, my God, I'm just, I'm just, so happy to be in another testing, another trial. This is just great. Yeah, whole car broke down, engine fell out while I was driving. Thank you. <laughs> but we're peculiar. We know that as we go through things, there's a greater good and there's something else God is taking us to. So, yeah, that was a lot. I pray you received something out of it, that you found yourself in one of these scriptures, that you took something out of these scriptures that you can apply if it's being um, obedient, committed, listening, um, if, it's, if it's taking notes, if it's, if it's your mindset change, if it's how you see something, your perspective on life and the things that we go through. So God bless you all. Um, Rochelle is going to um, take you into love, life, and victory. I do have to start work at 7 a.m. So Rochelle is going to take you into love, life, and victory and, and chime in, have some dialogue. Talk about the transformation that you may be in or you see yourself going into so that we can help each other. Maybe you don't see something that your brother or your sister may have revelation for, and you can have an understanding how to go into your transformation in a smoother way and be able to um, go from glory to glory. So I'm your sister, I'm your cousin, uh, Angela D. Holmes. God bless you, and it's been an honor and a privilege to serve God's beautiful, beautiful children. So, Sister Rochelle? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Angela, for your declaration. Amen. Praise God. You all have a wonderful, wonderful day, and you are in perfectly good hands. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Take care. You also. Thank you so much for your labor and for your heart. Thank you for your share. Have a blessed day, Angela. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Well, if there's anyone that has joined the call late that didn't get a chance to say hello, please go ahead and do so. Good morning, everybody. This is Jacqueline. Excellent declaration, Ms. Angela. Good morning, Jacqueline. Yo, yo. 
Brother E, in the place to be. Yo, yo, hey, E. Happy Thursday. Good morning. This is Humble Al. Good morning, Al. Good morning, this is Swanita. Good morning, Swanita. Good morning, this is Mary. Good morning, Miss Mary. Good morning. Hey, Cheryl. Good, Good morning. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Christina Joy. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Glorious. Love you. Bye. Good morning, Glorious. I love you, too. Good morning. Is someone trying to say good morning? All right. Well, I tell y'all what I say, you know, any opportunity I have to serve, I will serve. So as Angela shared, um, is there anyone that would like to um, have comments, dialogue um, in regards to being transformed, transformation, to transform? I do. She um, opened up my understanding on... um transformation um i keep going through back and forth on my job um i'm in transition of another job but the job that i have um left and gave um two weeks notice but just going to be on call the transformation i was going through on the job was being lied on all the time um being accused of taking money taking credit cards First, they're talking to me. Then they're not talking to me. So when she said uh, it's going to be, you know, the transformation of people lying on you, people mistreating you, people doing this, people doing that, that's what I have been going through at this job that I um, I left. So um, I got more of an understanding now because I was like, man, why do I have to keep going through this? But in my transformation, where he has transferred me, I have learned to keep a um, an attitude of not rat, um, not um, going. The word I'm trying to use, not going back, or not fighting back, or not arguing back. I would just hear what I had to say, and you know, go go tell the boss because certain stuff that was going on at the job. It was like personal and it wasn't supposed to go on. And um, when I first was going through this, I got into fights. You know, us grown people getting into fights because I'm up here trying to keep me safe and stuff like that. So this time, it was a, the transformation for my life was different now. I didn't get into fights. You know, I told the boss, you know, you know, this is what's going on. This is what's being said. I don't know where this is coming from. So, um, and they handle it. 
but it, I think it was time for me to move on because I did all that I could at the job. And I was so comfortable at the point where it's like I need to go and I need to move to another job so that I can tell people about God. Even if I just say Jesus loves you, I was so comfortable there to where nothing was happening. And um, I just wanted to share that. But God be the glory. That's good, Cynthia. You know, sometimes we have to um, realize we have to, you know, hold our peace and let the Lord fight our battles. You know, he's he's our defender. He's the greatest vindicator. Sometimes we don't even have to say a word. Hmm. All we have to do is just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Yes, to God be the glory. Um, and, and thank God that you he gave you the wisdom and you had an ear to hear, um, not to go back and forth, not to indulge in it, um, but to move on, shake the dust off your feet and move on to the next. To God be the glory. Be encouraged, sis. That was good. Is there anyone else that would like to share? Yeah, good morning. This is Persistent. Um like Sister Cynthia, uh, the transformation process of being abandoned by the people that are closest to you, being rejected, being lied upon, um, uh, all the light afflictions, you name it, coming at you, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, something in your house that's broken down, maybe your car needs attending to, um, being in one position for a long time. What she did for me was she broke broke it down. This is what you go through. This is a process. So don't fight this because you're going from glory to glory. But look for the word of God. What does the word of God say about this? All things work together for good. You know, I will take care of all your needs according to my glorious riches in heaven. You know, look for that. Stand on that. But don't fight the process. Go through it. You know, and when she said that God even led um, Jesus into the wilderness, you know, when she just broke it down and made um, it made it clear that this is the process of transformation and this is what you're going to go through. So don't fight it. So I really appreciated this teaching. For me, it was perfect for the understanding and clarity of um, the process. Yes. Yes. Angela Amen. is... Uh, excellent teacher she breaks it down um she gives you the point a point b um she makes it clear to understand um i'm just going to reiterate um her scriptures it was second corinthians chapter 3 verses 18 matthew chapter 4 verses 18 through 20 romans 12 verses 1 and 2 Okay, Rochelle. Go ahead. I just wanted her to repeat it one more time. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Those those scriptures one more time, if you don't mind. Any other time, I have a pen, but this morning I was lazy. So can you (laughs) can you repeat them for me one more time, please? Sure. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eighteen. Matthew chapter four, verses eighteen through twenty. And Romans uh, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Hey, twin. 
Okay, so I am on a pine cone hunt again this morning with little Oliver. I'm excited. We're outside of school um, collecting pine cones. I appreciate it, Sister Angela shares always when she talked about transforming, transformation going too, because it's ongoing. And she mm-hmm. talked about the soul tie piece, and that's a part that you know I take. I, we talk about that on Friday Night Live, but there are some soul ties, ungodly, that unless you sever those soul ties, your transformation is going to be on suck. It's going to be on suck mode. You're going to be going back and forth. That's the reality of it. Some people don't realize that they are attached to some things and some people that they have no business, myself included. But until you realize that, good job, babe. Until you realize that, you're going to be stuck. So I'm glad she talked about soul ties and for that forgiveness piece that we talk about that some people don't want to hear, but you need to hear it. Forgiveness does not always mean reconciliation. So when you have been hurt, wounded so bad, and you have to forgive, forgetting is something you got to just give to God. It's just like, I, I, and I really got a better understanding when I went to therapy, because a lot of believers don't think they need therapy, but you can have Jesus in therapy too, and it'll give you a better understanding of when people hurt you, how you can forgive them. Don't necessarily mean reconciliation, but you're not stuck with that mess. And so your transformation process will be a real one. And you're not just looking healed, but you're really healed for real. So I'm just grateful for her um, share this morning. Love you, sister. Love you, too. That was good. And, and Didi, as you were talking, I could just see, um, you know, when you're kind of like sometimes, most of the times when you're bedridden or when you have an injury and you can't walk, even though walk or get up and do things for yourself, um, you develop bed sores from sitting there. That's that's a form of another wound opening, you know, producing. But even the nurses come in and nurse your bed sores and they get you up and they rotate you. They, you know, if you're in therapy, they walk you and it's it's still a transformation. You you're not just stuck there. We we can't be stuck there. The word says the um the race is given to not the the uh, swift and the strong is the one that endures, that keeps going. Transformation is a process that you keep going. Um, yeah. Is there anyone else that wants to share? Good morning. Uh, this is Al. You know, that, uh, all this is good stuff. I just think about something. Uh, <laughs> I found this soccer ball. It says you don't, you don't lose, you learn. So I think everything that we go through, uh, our tests, are set up for our testimonies, but also they're set up to grow us, but also when we have those retests, it's just like God saying, you know what, you're not past it yet, so I'm going to show you where you are. I'm going to show you why you are where you are. And just like the sister said about these wounds, and you mentioned about the wounds and the, the bed sores, we can have spiritual bed sores in that manner because we're sitting there not moving, we're sitting there sitting in dormancy with it and not getting up out of the bed and getting that spiritual walk on with the word of God, because we feel stuck and feeling sorry for ourselves, but we got to grow. And as you said, you know, nothing's wrong with therapy because therapy grows us as well. It's a part of that growth in our spirit. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes. Even Jesus walked with the physician, y'all. Come on. That's plain and simple. For whatever reason, I don't care if he was um, making healing, um, you know, Jesus was the is the bomb of Gilead, but even walking with the physician says something to the point where therapy um, 
you know, medical, all that is needed in the process. It's needed. I like the part when she said, what language are you speaking? And I added, uh, or cursing. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. That's Proverbs 18 and 21. Do we speak life so that we can be transformed? Or do we curse ourselves and we'll be stuck in, in backwards rotation transforming to death? Is there anybody that speaks the language of life? Yes, I do. Yeah. We have to speak those things that aren't as they were and see them come to pass. That's the manifestation, watching the process come to be because we speak it. You talked about that total faith. We have to look beyond what we see with our natural eyes and walk by faith, not by sight. Is there anyone else that wants to share? Speak to life, we can see it. I'm sorry, Al. Uh, one more time, and then there's someone behind you. Go ahead, Al. Speak to life, we, we be so we can see it. We can't see it unless we be it. That's good. Who else was that that wanted to share? Good morning, Miss Tony. Thank good God morning. for another morning just to be alive and to tell him thank you. I really enjoyed Mrs. Angela's declaration. And the bottom line of it was she was just trying to tell us, don't play with the devil. That's all it was. You have to recognize the enemy. And she was saying many times you think it's the devil, but no, it's God trying to test you to get you from glory to from faith to faith to glory to glory. He's trying to get you to another level and to build our character and what's in us got to come out, you know, if we for the Lord. But I just love her declaration. It was self explanatory. And if we can read the Bible and have the spirit of discernment and to know when it's God and when it's the devil. But you can't play jump rope, hot scotch, and double dutch with the devil and not recognize him and then say, oh, that's the devil. No, you have to recognize when it's the enemy. So I thank God this morning. And that was just to sum it all up, don't play with the enemy. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Don't entertain his tricks. But in order to know that it's the enemy, we have to read the word. We have to follow instructions. We have to have an ear to hear and a heart to receive what the word is saying. We have to allow the word to be the lamp unto our feet to lead us and guide us and a light unto our pathway, that pathway, that light. We see that light and that triggers our mental before we can even get to a place, before our feet can even move. We try to look first. So. Yes, yes, you have to recognize, you have to know who your father, who Jesus Christ, who the Holy Spirit that leads and guides you. So you'll know not to be tricked by the enemy and his devices. The word says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That's John 10, 10. Is there anyone else that wants to share? Sister Rochelle, I like the part where she said, you know, when you buy a new phone, when you buy anything new, it has instructions. That's just how mm -hmm. the word of God, the Bible is. The Bible is mm -hmm. our instruction. Mm -hmm. And you have to follow the basic instructions before leaving earth. 
You have to yeah. follow. You have to listen. Yeah. You can't just be, you You have a, have to have a, even though we have ears on the side of our head, we have to use them. So we have to yield so we can, when we hear, we have to listen to process. Process again. There it is. The process. Is there anyone else that wants to share? It's funny you would say that, Cynthia, because yesterday my cousin was hanging up the curtain rod, and he ha took out the instructions and laid them down and didn't open them, but then over there fumbling with the curtain rod, and he was like, let me see how this goes. He over there challenging himself with the curtain rod with the instructions two and three feet on the other side. Read the instructions. Yep, that then helps. we don't have to struggle. Yeah, then we don't have to struggle. If we take the time to read the instructions, take heed and yield to the instructions, it, it'll make a lot of this process a little little easier. But yeah. what makes it more easier is the faith and the trust that we have. Is there anyone else that wants to yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah, like you were saying, hey, no, to know the word and reading the word, it's more than just reading it. You got to hear it to do it. You know what I'm, mm -hmm. I'm saying? And also... Like you were saying, the transformation process, oh, this is such a good month. Um, everybody, uh, transformation is different, too. You know, everybody's different levels. So Angela was talking about, like, preschool. And as, as, as I'm sitting in the space room here at the school, we have the toddlers that are from 18 months to, like, two and a half. And then they go from three to five. But to watch them transform into the next level is just like with us. You know, there's some who only go and hear the word when they're on the call or at church, but never get in that word and study for themselves to get your own understanding so that you know how to war and you know when it's him speaking. You know what I mean? Like you know that you know. And everything's not the devil. We know that. I think we give that devil too much credit. Listen, it's not the devil. It's choices right. that we make. So we have right. to be careful with saying that. And I don't get that, that joke and no credit because the things, mm -hmm. some of the things that I, I'm in, I did that. I did, you know what I mean? I know what I did. So you just have to know that you know and got to know who God is. And like Dion said yesterday, there's people that's been in church but ain't been in Christ. And that, that mm -hmm. stuck with me. Mm. Yeah. Another thing that Angela says, she says, we have to cooperate with God making a decision to obey. Once we make that decision to obey, our heart becomes um, we were able to hear better. That is, it's a, it's that process of hearing, listening, obeying, and applying. Application is key. Is there anyone else that wants to share? Anyone else got anything out of Angela's declaration as transformation? We're being transformed, y'all. We got one more week to go through this, but we have every day to practice what we heard, what we listen, and how to apply it. It's a daily process. Sure is. Was that someone um, sharing? Good morning again. This is Topaz. I just wanted to say I got so much um, revealed to me from the declaration just about how um, sometimes it's 
God trying to transform you. It's not you didn't get the job because you weren't qualified. Maybe you still needed some uh, needed to deal with some issues just with dealing with people. Maybe, you know, your attitude, it could have been forgiveness. Um, just learning how to work with people, period. Um, I got so much out of it, and I am just over here checking myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's what was going on. I needed yes. some more work to be done. He needed to circumcise my heart a little bit more, deal with me mm-hmm. on some issues that I hadn't probably been truthful with myself about. So um, I appreciate it, and thank you guys so much. That's that making a decision to stand still and see the salvation. When we think about the salvation, it's not um, always um, just the part of vindication, but it's the salvation. Sometimes we have to be delivered from ourselves, y'all. Sometimes we have to get out of our own self-way. You know, just like Didi said, we blame the enemy for a lot of things, but sometimes we're stumbling over our own shoes. Sometimes we just want to do things the way we want to do it, and it's not right. And God has to chasten us and let us know, um, that ain't it. That ain't it. Get it together. Let's change this. Is there anyone else? All right. If you guys are going to marinate, and we're going to continue to um, recap and go back over the nuggets that was dropped from um, Cynthia, I mean, from Angela this morning um, and the rest of the declares that had came has come forth. Um, it will behoove us to start taking notes and write down um, so the Lord can drop things down in your spirit so you'll be able to receive it and see where the change needs to happen or actually uh, make a conscious decision when he dropped those things in to obey. Follow the instructions. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the part of transformation. Well, if no one else has anything, we are going to go in this new day and be transformed and renewed in our mind. No one else? All right. You I just want to read. Huh? You said my name for a reason. I was holding back, but I just wanted to share with you guys, even though I don't hear from my daughter today, she turns 23. Well, we're going to celebrate her like you see her every day. Thank you. Yes. Reach out to her. Move cell phone out the way. And thank God for the blessing, the gift that he, speak her name into the atmosphere if you don't have a way to get in contact with her. Because God is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Speak her name into the atmosphere. Talk to him and let him know you're celebrating her today. doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what's going on now. He's the restorer of all things. He's relational. He will put things back together. You just have to allow him to. You have to believe and trust. Thank you. Cynthia, what's her name, babe? Oh, thank you. Dee Dee, look. You know I'm on it. What's what's my Jasmine? Her name is Jasmine. You can say Jasmine. Happy 23rd birthday, Jasmine. Yes, happy birthday, Jasmine. Celebrating her today. 
Yeah. And we're going to keep walking in prayer. We're going to keep you in prayer, too, Cynthia. Thank you. You're welcome. Lord, lift her up right now. Lord, we know that you are our comforter, oh God. Lord, that we know that we can dwell in the secret place of the Most High, that we can run to you and be safe, oh God. Lord, we know that you are a restorer of the breach, oh God. So, Lord, I lift Cynthia up to you now. I ask that you touch her heart, oh God. Lord, as a mother, as you have given her the gift of Jasmineek, oh God. Lord, you be the author and finisher of that, oh God. Bring it back together, oh God. Bring the relationship. Unhearten the hearts, oh God. Doesn't matter what happened, oh God, but we will, they will confess, oh God, and forgive one another, oh God, and come back because your love, oh God, covers a multitude of sin, oh God. It covers and keeps and draws near, oh God. So Lord, we thank you for Jasmine. We thank you for Cynthia, oh God. We thank you for the testimony to come that that relationship has been restored, that all has become new, that whatever transpired will be transformed in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, all right, family, as we just celebrate, we're going to celebrate Jasmine and we're going to celebrate um, each other today. As we go from here, but not from God's presence, we take it with us. We be mindful of what we heard. We expound grace upon grace. We love on each other. We love on even the people that we don't know. Share a smile today. Share a hello. Share a God bless you and mean it. Share. Share, share. So to God be the glory. Everyone have a great, thankful, uh, it's still a triumphant day on a Thursday. Just be strong, be glorious in the Lord. Amen. 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 Amen.